Allentown, Bethlehem, Easton, and sometimes Mays. Welcome to the Lehigh Valley with Love Podcast. I'm telling you, we're going to get a season of assist from that. If we keep it up. That would be great. The, I, the bigger we grow, George. I don't even, like, I like Matthew McConaughey. I don't dislike him. That's but, good. That's actually a good segue. Into, but it's not, well, I'm just saying, like, you think I would be, like, obsessed with him. But I'm not. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> that's weird that you have to qualify that you're not. <laughs> well, hey, welcome to episode <laughs> 65 of the Lehigh Valley with Love podcast. I, I am your my, co-host, George Wacker, with the other co-host, Tyler Rothrock. George Wacker, a.k.a. not obsessed with Matthew McConaughey. I, For I, the record. I like him. I'm just not like over the top. You don't just have, you, you don't, you're, you're indifferent. Is there like one celebrity really, really like that you would be totally. Starstruck? Yeah. Um, no. I've never been starstruck. The only time I was starstruck, I, th- this is. I was only really starstruck, like actually starstruck once. There's this band I like. It's a Canadian band called Big Wreck. Uh huh. Not a lot of these. They're pretty popular. You keep talking into the bottom of it. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. Anyway, I saw them in New York City, and I got like a VIP thing. Uh huh. Um, and this is recently, and I went back there with my wife, and we're getting our picture taken. And this is the lead singer guy. I'm like, oh man, he's yeah. so cool. And he's like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey, I'm your biggest Pennsylvania fan. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like, we have fans in Pennsylvania? I'll never hear the end of it. I was only starstruck one time when I was little. Not little. I was probably 18. Little to me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe younger. Maybe 20. I don't know. Maybe 19, 17. You're a full adult. I'm an adult. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know why I said little. But I was uh, in Houston and I went to... I was, I'm was. i a big golf fan. Like PGA Tour. And... I don't know what I just really liked. I like Mizuno clubs, like that was my thing. And there was this guy sponsored by Mizuno, obviously not the top echelon, right? Named Mizuno. Billy like Billy, Billy Andre was his name, and he was at the restaurant we were at, probably eating a less expensive burger than I was because he hadn't made a cut. And like, <laughs> but I was like, oh my god, dad, that's Billy Andre. And I went up. I remember I went up to him. I said, hey, you're Billy Andre, and he was shocked that I knew who he was. <laughs> He was like, you know me? I'm like, yeah, I'm a big Mizuno fan. <laughs> he was like calling security. He's like, get this kid away from me. He's a weirdo. Does but he still play? I think he plays in the senior tour, yeah. Oh, that's funny. But okay, well, we have something we want to talk about, but I don't want to go too long without introducing yeah, our in-studio guest, Amanda Buss from uh, the Cancer Support Community of Greater Lehigh Valley. Yeah. Now, are you, the, are you the CEO? Is that your title? What the is CEO, the cool, executive yeah. director... You name it. You're the <laughs> I'm also the maintenance person. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't put yeah. that secretary. <laughs> You're your own secretary. That's no. impressive. Let me check with my secretary. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it. <laughs> yes. Before we get into all your stuff, we, we wanted to like, because we were just talking about this before we came on about um, people who get mad at. Like, well, I feel like it was interesting that you brought up Matthew. In, Matthew McConaughey in that way. You you like so why well, I, I like him. I don't love him. Yeah. There so, were people that would hate Matthew McConaughey. So let's set the stage. Like for this we're talking about people who like my example was there's a new grocery store in Easton called mm-hmm. like Little or whatever. And Leah Valley with Leah Valley Live. Obviously you're indifferent because you don't know the exact name of I the place. I, I, You'll go if you're around it. But they're like, hey, this new grocery store opened up. Are you gonna go shop there? And like these old ladies are like, Absolutely not. No, not in my no. town. <laughs> are exclamation they, points. Are they angry because it's like a foreign, from, <laughs> yeah. you know, foreign grocery yeah. store? Is it like well, anybody's like foreign to them. Like, <laughs> are they from Sparta, New Jersey? They're foreign. <laughs> no, but isn't it like from like somewhere yeah, else? I, I don't not, know. Like, yeah. Germany. Yeah. Germany. Europe. But like, what? Our point is, I get why. Why yeah. are you mad? Like, I just why, don't understand why how you can. Like, I hate this so much. How do you hate something like that? It, like a gro- like how do you hate a grocery store? <laughs> it's so weird. Like it's a place like you go just like you, you know to get groceries. It's never wronged you. Well, why why do people waste their time with? I mean, I, hatred. I, well, I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be to- totally hypocritical. But <laughs> it's like, why do people waste their time with these opinions that are stupid? Right, because we 
Well, I do a lot. Like, I love we've, Wawa. For 65 episodes, we've, we've been telling our stupid <laughs> But opinions. I mean, that's like more funny stuff. Like, these people are actually seriously mad. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense. We have this article. There, there's this show that we're doing. What's it called? The Martin Tower yeah, like comedy Martin show. Martin Tower. It's a, you know, we're making, trying to bring light to the fact that they're getting rid of this thing. And it was in the, uh, I don't know if it was Levi Live or M Call, but uh, there's so many comments of people like, how dare, that's not funny. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. And they're, then they start arguing about the building. Right now they're like, I love the building. Somebody's like, I hate that building. Oh, I saw one and they're having like, full blown fights. One lady in that comment section was like, um, Why don't we go ask the architect who designed Martin Tower <laughs> yeah. if he what he feels about? <laughs> right, right. Like, what's he gonna do? Come in and like, I am the architect of this building, and I decided that we shouldn't like blow it up. Yeah, like so, uh, like I feel like our brains have a certain amount of data that they're capable mm. of. Why would you use any of that data to hate or love Martin Tower? Like it's crazy to me. Like you, I think you, because people just like to argue. Yeah, and and be, be upset. Yeah, I mean we've all done it. I've done it. I've Have done you ever it written like a comment back to somebody and looked at it and go, because mm, eh, I just delete it. I'm not gonna even send it because yeah. I know that if I respond, the next eight hours of my life yeah. are gonna be just devoted to this yeah. thing that I don't really even care about that much. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Like, like forming an opinion. Maybe it's. I just don't form. An, I don't want to even take the time to form an opinion. What my favorite is when they do music fest. Yeah, yeah. Because they're all different types of bands, right? right? So, okay. Obviously, it, it's probably impossible to be a fan of every band that they bring in 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 one year. So you know that you're not going to like them all. So who cares? And also, there's You're like okay, good for the people who enjoy that music. Good for them. There's eight headliners at Music Fest. The odds are very slim that one of your favorite bands are going to be among the eight. Yeah, like, like I like Weezer, and I like what's the other one? Is it is it Incubus? Yeah, I like those. Two. They're not my favorite, but I'm going to go because they're here yeah. and it's fun. And ah, shut up. <laughs> anyway. Well, because we just give people the platform now to be right. able to do that yeah, stuff, yeah. so they're gonna do it. There yeah. was one, I thought about this too. Like, remember, and I don't, I don't know if this is true because I was so little. I wasn't eighteen. I was actually like five. I was little <laughs> as an eighteen-year-old, George. <laughs> but back in the day, like, underdeveloped, underfed, like malnourished. <laughs> no, when Jesus, movies, I'll get yelled at for that next time. He was perfectly <laughs> nourished. <laughs> Your mom, like my mom, will be the one commenting. Poor Tyler's mom. <laughs> she hate, fed him. She's the, she, she'll have the hateful opinion. But like back in the day when a movie came out, right? Like you just go see the movie. Maybe you read the review in the paper. Mm-hmm. You go see a movie. You like it, or maybe you don't. Whatever. Now it's like, oh boy, new yeah. movie's out. You gotta hate it immediately before it even comes out. Like, yeah, that, so, it's just so much. Was it? Was I talking yeah. to you about this? Uh, it might have been a friend. We're like people like like will hate like they've like Vanilla Ice. Like, people have this opinion of Vanilla Ice, right? If he would walk into a bar, he would get made fun of by everybody. That's Vanilla Ice. He's a loser. But then it's like... They would take their picture with him yeah, first. Yeah, they do that. But then also, and like... Then I've also, like, him. had, like, a number one hit. Have you? Like, he's also done incredible things, you know? And yeah. you know him. Like, yeah. you know of him. Yeah, yeah. And, like, but he he, he's a loser you. to you. Yeah. Like, but no... This guy like has accomplished more than most people will in their entire lifetime, but now he's the laughing laughing stock just because it's like entertain. It's weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird thing. But you know, I've 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 done it too. I make fun of politicians on the regular. I make fun of uh, more more so my friends like just that aren't famous that are just doing dumb things. So I don't ever get hate <laughs> for that because. Well, here here's when I just responded. Uh oh. So we we put up a post yesterday of the Martin Tower shirts and this local guy does them. Yeah, um, I and, saw them last night at the yeah Tunes of Twilight. But there were three people wearing them, and so I took a, I thought it was funny, like they're all wearing them, and I put it up, and then people are on Lee Valley with love. They're like, hey, where can I buy it? So I put the link yeah. in there. It's his Etsy store. We don't know. I mean, I'm not making any money from. It. I hope he makes a ton. Like these is fun stuff. Um, I think he has a he has like a Westgate Mall T-shirt you can buy. Nice. We should have. We'll bring him on. If yeah, you want. definitely. Yeah. Um, but. What was I trying? Oh, so I put it on the and they're like, "Where can you buy it?" I put the link on. This guy's like, "I don't do Etsy. I hate Etsy." And well, I guess he's not getting a T-shirt. Yeah, then. Just not, okay, <laughs> fine. He responds. He responds back. I'm like, I said, "Okay, I'll bite." Why don't you do Etsy? <laughs> and he goes, "I like to see what I buy before I pay for it." <laughs> You've seen a picture of it. I'm like, so "You just why are you on the internet?" <laughs> I hate Etsy. <laughs> like Jesus, how can you hate Etsy? Unless like Etsy 
like, you used to work there yeah. and they did you wrong yeah. or like or like maybe he just hates a person named Etsy who fought him <laughs> in middle school and bullied him his whole life all right we've literally spent 10 minutes on this so let's go into <laughs> our actual guest yeah we're, we're fired up people yes so let's can you just kind of give us an overview of what um, cancer support community of the greater of greater lehigh valley or is a cancer support community greater lehigh valley can you give us an overview of what you guys do yeah so we're um a nonprofit here in the lehigh valley actually 2019 uh we've been here in the lehigh valley for 15 years which is awesome um and so we provide uh support services to anyone affected by cancer so Mm -hmm. cancer patients their family members caregivers um close friends anyone that um you know has been affected by cancer we provide support groups um healthy lifestyle classes so anything that helps reduce any kind of stress in their body Mm And then um, educational workshops and just, you know, fun social connections, too. So maybe we'll have a group together to go and watch the Martin Tower implode or something. So I I feel like (laughs) I feel with our T-shirts from Etsy. I know we just I just we just went on a rant about this, but I'm going to go on record by saying I hate cancer. That's one thing collectively that you can comment on. Please replace cancer with Etsy and say, yeah. I don't like... We can all hate cancer. Yeah, everybody, you have our permission to all... All hate cancer. All hate cancer. Yeah. So are you yourself, you, you are survivor. a yeah. survivor. Yeah, so um, I am. I was diagnosed with breast cancer when I was 28 years old. Um, not too many 28 years old. Yeah. Olds are diagnosed. However, though, more recently, you know, you do hear the 28-year-olds, mm-hmm. you know, early 30s getting diagnosed with ca- cancer. Um, so why, why do you think there's a, an upswing in that trend? Is it, is it location? Is I, it, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I think, I think it's all, all about like our environment and, mm-hmm. you know, like what we put into our bodies, how yeah. we treat our bodies. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a family history. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, you know, had all kinds of genetic testing done and, you know, nothing, um, and then like a couple of my friends in high school had gotten diagnosed with cancer too that where, I where did you go to high I school? found out Phillipsburg okay. just right over the uh, river there um, and so you know Atlantic States is there so you know what I mean like you don't know what's put right. in I was gonna make a, I was gonna make and, a Phillipsburg joke but totally not the uh, place you can you can <laughs> totally do it our no, my my um my a uh, couple of the girls in my graduating class that's bizarre were that's the really were the cheerleaders that. Uh, peed on the. Um, wait, 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 what? <laughs> wait, this is you a different. Have to, this is. You have to, wait, wait, you have to Google this. You have to Google this. So I guess they were at like cheerleading camp and like so as part of initiation, they peed on like the younger cheerleaders. What? And this, so is this yeah. when this episode is not <laughs> yeah, what I thought it would be. Yeah, me either. I, 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 wait, <laughs> when was this? In like the nineties? Yeah. So oh, the nineties. Yeah, nineties. Yeah, kids will be kids. <laughs> and so it actually like wait, so ma- they, it made the Letterman David Letterman show about how like a news. Not thing what you want to be what known happened? for. Were yeah. they disciplined? What they <laughs> yeah, they were. And then yeah. like at the the next pep rally, like all the student body like threw toilet paper at the cheerleaders. Oh my god, that's, oh, that's a great burn. That's a great so, long con. You know we. They are you, totally, friend, are totally you friends with them on Facebook? Yeah. We're gonna yeah. Look oh, can you later. tag them? I want to. I want to look them up later. I'm definitely googling that. Total Google it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Later tonight. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm. I'm somebody like I've. I. I grew up in Nazareth, and okay. uh, for some reason, there seem to be pretty many. Like I have a couple of friends that uh, some passed away from yeah. cancer, mm-hmm. and it was like this weird. Um, thing where like a lot of like I, so i moved away to new york and i have okay. friends and i've since met other people and i would tell them stories about growing up i yeah I have this friend died of cancer blah blah has cancer and they know everybody so people don't know anybody with it yeah. right so there was this kind of this trend that i i, I was noticing and i'm like is it because of where i'm from we yeah. have like hercules cement we got all these cement companies yeah. and uh you know I, I don't know i'm convinced that there's something going on in this area a little yeah. bit with cancer yeah. But I, well, I mean, you, you, know. you get the steel plant. I mean, who steel, knows? Yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's it's one of those things. Like, are you gonna, you know, besides moving, you know, what are you gonna yeah. do? Right. But so, what what was when you were twenty eight? You weren't in the position. No, in your, in no, your, uh, no. I was now. actually um, teaching at the IU okay. at the time, um, and so um, 
my uh, my boyfriend at the time, now ex-husband, um, we had just bought a house. And so our daughter was having a hard time falling asleep. Mm. So we would kind of like hang out in her room until she fell asleep. Mm. And then, you know, would go and watch TV or, you know, get ready for the work day. Um, so we were I was laying on the floor that night putting her to sleep he was up reading a book and I had this little tank top on and I just kind of looked at him with you know a little sparkle in my eye and I was like hey (laughs) I'm in I'm in Uh, you want me to tell the story of my cheerleading days (laughs) yeah where does the pee come in now (laughs) I was not a cheerleader I played basketball and the basketball girls didn't pee on each other no we didn't they they peed on the other team (laughs) okay we we proceed anyway so you know I just said you know kind of like hey you know and I had just kind of like took my hand and put it on my breast and stuff and I felt what it felt like was a grape kind of like right underneath my skin and I'm just like wow man like I never felt that before and you know like after you have kids like you you know and before kids you go you know to your female doctor and get checked and all that kind of stuff and you know so I'd I'd do my breastly monthly breast self-exams um and so I'm just like, hey, will you feel this? And his eyes get big. He's like, hell yeah. <laughs> and full, you know, full hand comes over and feel. I'm just like, no, be serious. Yeah. So, you know, he did. And he's just like, yeah. He's like, that doesn't feel right. So, um, you know, I, it, you know, it's like, you know, now nine o'clock at night and I called my mom and I'm like, mom, you know. Did you go on the internet? I didn't go on the oh, internet. No, I didn't go on the internet. I called my mom <laughs> and I told her and her neighbor had been like, you know, like a 10 year breast cancer survivor so Mm -hmm. she's like call her so i'm like all right so now it's 10 o'clock and i'm calling my mom's neighbor and i'm like hey i felt this lump can you come feel my breast Mm -hmm. (laughs) so she's like yeah sure so she came right down my house you know (laughs) how far away did she live (laughs) like three blocks okay Uh, she came from like (laughs) half an hour away yeah so um so she felt it she's like yeah she's like i'd go get that checked out mm-hmm. so i'm like all right so the next morning i call my gyn and i said you know i found this lump she said come in came in um she felt it and then she sent me for an ultrasound you know and then sent me to um get a biopsy and you know about a week later the doctor calls me and says mm-hmm. it's cancer and i'm just like yeah with that feel how, yeah, yeah. How, is that, how is that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't want you to like relive it. Obviously, yeah. we're in a good place now, but no, yeah, that has yeah. to be devastating. It's totally devastating, and again, like not knowing much because I, I knew no one, you know, that yeah. had cancer. You know right. what I mean? You're so I'm just like, yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. So, um, so I didn't know. So then, you know, we and it, we was we're outside in the backyard playing with our daughter, and you know, whatever. And so I looked at, um, you know mark and i said i have cancer and he like looked at me and i didn't know one if he's gonna like just dart out the Mm -hmm. you know backyard and just be gone or what and so i'm just like what do i do and so it's like a thursday and the doctor's like well i can't see until monday (laughs) what like how am i supposed to like deal for a whole weekend and You know, because, you know, then like you hear cancer and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to die tomorrow and uh, yeah. you know that kind right. of stuff. So did he um, reassure you that, you know, that's not going to happen or was he just like, here's my voicemail kind of thing? Yeah, more or less. And I'm well, just kind of like, yeah, manner. you know, maybe yeah. this guy isn't for me. You know what I mean? So yeah. then I called my family doctor and I said, listen, this guy just told me this and I don't know what to do. So, he, you know, like he's like, come in, you know, and he, you know, gave me a little, you know, like medicine to calm me down you know and then um monday came along and i gathered up the troops you know and we went and talked talked to the doctor you know and so i am 28 i walk into the office and here is just all these like old ladies yeah. you know what i mean old ladies they're you know um some have hair some don't have hair so it's scary it's yeah. like so scary so we go into his office and, you know, and he was an older guy, older doctor, been around, you know, for, for a while, for a long time. And the, you know, first couple words out of his mouth were, I'm going to ruin your life for the next six months. And I'm like, I'm 28 years old. So in my mind, I'm thinking, one, this guy is not touching me. Yeah. And two, of two, like, how much trouble would I get if, if I punched him right in the face right, yeah, right yeah. now? <laughs> because that's yes. what I wanted to do, yeah. you know? And he, so he's, he's like, that's t- okay. I've been punched before. Yeah. I get yeah. It. <laughs> 
so he's talking and i just like i don't hear Ow. a thing you yeah know what i mean so he said we had to say we walked out at, oh before i left so then he hands me this book and he's just like um pick what surgery you want he's just like what? do you want one boob do you want this thing where we give you a tummy tuck and create you a boob and i'm just kind of like, like this is your job dude <laughs> yeah you told yeah, me you're like, for me yeah i'm like what Ugh. um so we walked out of his office and it was my mom um mark and we all looked at each other and said the guy is not touching me yeah. you know what i mean so so i went back to my family doctor and i said I, I can't go to this guy. Like, I just, I can't. So he referred me to someone else, which was in network, which was awesome. Um, and I met with him and he was just, it was like a total 180. Oh, yeah, and it was good. just like, you know, if, if you were my daughter, this is what I would do. This right. is what I'd oh, recommend. There you go. You know, learn that first guy. Do they have a class in medical school about like, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't, don't think they jerk. do. I, I, you know what? I yeah. bet they, it seems. But no, bedside manner. They should learn yeah. bedside manner. But some, I think just think they're above learning how to do yeah. bedside manner yeah yeah so you, you so, have to go through treatment yeah and- so i um i got a lumpectomy so where they just kind of like you know went mm-hmm. in took the tumor out and stitched me up and you know that kind of stuff and then i uh did some chemo and radiation um did you lose so your hair? i did lose my hair so um you know so i st- well i was in the shower the one day and my hair started to come out in clumps and I'm like oh my gosh like that's just not the way I'm gonna let this happen mm-hmm. you know like I'm gonna be the one in control of losing my hair oh, so, you shaved it. so this is what I did the the so the reason why I knew I was gonna go into like fundraising and development uh, later in life is because I'm just like you know co-pays are expensive yeah, and you know all that kind of stuff so I invited all my friends over to my mom's backyard and we had a head shaving party so I charged all my friends like 20 bucks to cut a piece of my hair uh. and then once when my hair was all like butchered um, I had a, like a little auction and so like the highest bidder then was able to shave my head <laughs> so I raised a little over like $1,500 Whoa. and <laughs> You know, and then all my close (laughs) friends and family then were able to see me like through the whole process. And it wasn't weird. And my daughter was there, so she got to see it. I'll be honest. You know, one of the things with people with cancer is it's who have been affected by it. You have that. um, You want to be polite, right? Yeah. So I don't. You kind of like don't want to ask anything, or maybe I'm just talking for myself. But you feel awkward. I don't want to offend. You, I know that it's a really personal thing. So I think that's great. So you're yeah. really, you're and I think telling all your friends, yeah. I, I want you to be a part of yeah. this. I think, yeah. you know. Come correct. stare at me now. So yeah. when you see yeah. me. It's not weird. And it's you, not we weird. It. Because yeah. in, in your shoes, you're also like, and like, you can correct me. I've, I haven't lived it. I've lived similar things where you feel like this weird, you feel people feeling bad for you. And right. that's, yeah. a, that's that's like one yeah. of the worst feelings. So if you kind of take the elephant out of the room yes. and be like, yeah. I, I, I'm taking light to this, yeah. Yeah. you know, and instead of like when you, you know, see a family friend and you could feel them feeling bad, mm-hmm. it's like, no, you got, you bought my hair. You know, right. you don't have to feel yeah. bad. You're you part of this. Yeah. yeah and got- like <laughs> even to the day, some of my friends still have that piece of hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the baggie and it's, you know, either in like their scrapbook or, you know, something. So, so it, it's it, awesome. It, it and was it was a- it was helpful for me. Right. You know what I mean? It gave me if I felt empowered and, you know, then it was, I think, good for my friends and family who were like, don't know what to say or don't know what to do. Right. You know what I mean? And so I think then they played off me saying, okay, well, I don't want your sympathy because how, you know, what's it going to get me? It's just going to get me sad and depressed. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and then it allowed two people to know, um, you know, that, you know, they did, they didn't have to say anything or they could say something and I, I wouldn't have cared. Right. Right. Did, did, did you like, get like a different outlook on like life did was there some like life altering like mental things that switch like what was your like the moment where because it takes like positivity to yeah get to sure. yeah get and i've it. always said i believe like the whole cancer thing like 90 percent of it is just like how you face it how you mm-hmm. approach it and then that 10 percent is all that other well i, I would stuff assume you it's gotta, super easy to yeah, how do you De- not just go down that road? It's the loneliest yeah. feeling, I would yeah. imagine. It is. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. There were times where I did go down that road, but then I was like, okay, how, how do you get five, out? five minutes. I'm just like, it just turned it around because yeah. one, I had a young daughter at the time. 
You know what I mean? Right. And and I I, di- I didn't want to di- I didn't want to die. Like didn't I didn't really want anything. Choice. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I just I enjoy life so much you know and yeah i um i grew up with a single mom i have an older sister and you know my mom um struggled a lot growing Mm -hmm. up you know what i mean and i just saw like you know the preservation in my mom like time after time after time again Mm -hmm. and so i think that it was just kind of like instilled me that that's what i had to do yeah you know and like i said like i played sports growing up and you know i you know my high school basketball coach he came from the guys team and he would sit there and just scream and yell at the guys. So yeah. when he came over to the girls, I'm just like, Oh no, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? We're in for it now. Right. And he really, um, I was the only one that ever got yelled at. Cause I think <laughs> I didn't cry after he would yeah. get in my face and yell at me, you know? So you even, just peed on him. <laughs> <laughs> I know some girls. Yeah. yeah secretly. Yeah. I'm going to send the, let's go to my girls out there. Cheerleading practice coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, Little do you know, we peed on your, we peed on your clipboard 11 times this year. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Um, so, so you know, so that helped, that helped me, you know, have tough skin, have, have deal with all kinds of adversity in my life. Uh-huh. And then when I got to college too, I played basketball in college mm. and my basketball co- coach in college, she was a head case, like yeah. total head case. Um, I should have peed on her, but I didn't. <laughs> Where'd you go to, co- where'd you go to college? Yeah. East Strasburg. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and so again, you know what I mean? So just really just having to like, you know, what year did you graduate? Um, I was, I graduated East Stroudsburg 2000. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how do you then, so you were in the, teaching the IU. Yeah. This happens to you. You go through the treatment, you know, you're in remission. Um, yeah. And how does that bring you to your new career? Like that's Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I, um, so I wasn't teaching when I was diagnosed with okay. breast cancer. So I taught the IU my my the first two years that i taught i taught down at the juvenile detention center in easton that's fun <laughs> uh which was awesome oh, yeah. you know what i mean it was a good time especially once because you know i they were locked up so i had to teach them art class i had to teach them gym class and then once you know one one gym class when they're like when they're playing basketball i'm like I'll play and they're like oh miss you okay. can't play yeah. you can't play I stepped in that's, and like I held my own and they're yeah. like oh mad respect for you right yeah. now that's awesome. you know what I mean that's so like it was that, uh, it was cool that, that moment what, what movie was that where uh oh man I'm not gonna get the reference is now. that the one with um uh Coolio no and Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> was that Michelle Pfeiffer yeah yeah, yeah we're yeah. talking about when she goes to like the the bad yeah. kid school yeah. yeah and she's I'm here to teach you about life yeah. yeah, and then they're like, nah, and then she says like one story. And then she plays that Coolio song, and yeah. they're like, all right, we get it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so my first two years, I was down at the juvenile detention center. Then I transferred up to the, um, it's it's called like Colonial Academy, Academy now, mm-hmm. but it was Second Chance back mm-hmm. then. It was, just, you know, like for adjudicated um, kids. Um, and so um, I taught one year in kind of like partial hospitalization where these kids were just really you know kind of like really bad emotionally and then my last year I taught a real severe severely autistic children um and then I had my daughter and I'm just like going to work getting my hair pulled and spit at by these yeah. you know kids that couldn't talk and then I'd go home to my daughter and I just I felt like I couldn't be the mom that I wanted yeah. to so I stopped teaching okay. um and I worked at her daycare for six months and then I got hired at um community services for children which is another <laughs> Um, nonprofit here in the Lehigh Valley that administers Head Start, um, you know, and I w- was working there, and that's when I was diagnosed with um, cancer. And my sister and I um, decided to walk the Susan G. Komen three-day walk, mm-hmm. and he had to raise like twenty-two hundred dollars to walk sixty miles. And I'm just like, man, I think they should pay me <laughs> yeah, to walk. Right? But anyway, but I ended up raising over six thousand wow. dollars for it. Um, and I said, if there was an, ever an opportunity for me to go in development, I, I'm there because I right. really, I really enjoyed it. And so a position opened up at um, Community Services for Children. Jumped in there, kind of like went into the the VP at the time and said, "This is what I know. This is what I've done, and I'd love the opportunity." Mm-hmm. You know, so she's just like, "Yeah." So she taught me mu- so much, and I, you know, kind of like networked on my own, and you know, was the, in that position for like eight years. Um, and then in the meantime, 
So four years after my original diagnosis, um, I woke up in the middle of the night with really bad side pains. Um, and so I said to Mark, I said, something's not right. I need to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So, um, he's just like, well, I mean, you're going to drive yourself there. And I'm like, well, yeah, because Maddie's sleeping and I don't, you know, my daughter's sleeping and I don't want to wake her up or leave her home alone. She's, you know, seven, eight years old, you know? So I went to the um, hospital and they said, oh, you have kidney stones. And I'm like, all right, so go home, you know, mm-hmm. flush yourself out. Okay. So I did that. And, <laughs> Until you go home and flush yourself out. Did you ask your cheerleader <laughs> teammates how to restrain your pee? Yeah, yeah. This, um, there's been a, a theme. There's, a, there's definitely a theme to this show. She's like hitting up her <laughs> Phyllisburg class. Yeah, hey, <laughs> when you peed all over the younger kids. <laughs> How exactly. did you, what was, can you walk me through it? <laughs> uh, I'm going to get like hate, hate Facebook messages now about peeing I, I and all I, I didn't live here at that time. I didn't know that was a story. Yeah, I'm gonna, like, this yeah is, you have to, have to look it up. <laughs> I'm going to link to it in the podcast if I can find it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so I had kidney stones. So they, you know, went home and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I endured, a painful week of jury duty. I had to go to jury Jeez, duty all while like- this pain. And this lady who was suing these doctors was complaining about a bunion. So I'm just That's what the like, court case was about? That's what it was oh, about. <laughs> it was insane. You're like, I, I feel bad for your bunion, but what are yeah. you going to do about the black eye? That She's like, yeah. what, and you just, <laughs> you know, oh, the, what black eye? And this one, boom. <laughs> So if that's one thing that I hate, I hate, you know, like people who sue doctors for no reason at all. Yeah. It was just it so, was terrible. I mean, first off, you know, you're in remission now, right? Or yeah. You're, so currently, like right today. Yeah. No, I'm not. So um, so the kidney stones ended up being cancer. So oh, um, I, you know, I did that, you know. I tried to flush out. I tried to pee. I tried to pee out these kidney stones and they nothing ever peed out. So, uh, I was grocery shopping, you know, the following week and, um, I like doubled over in pain and I said, something's not right. I said, Mark, you got to take me back to the ER. So, um, he dropped me off and he's just like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, well, I don't want my ice cream to melt. So go home and, you know, put the groceries away and plus you never know how long you're going to be in the emergency room anyway so um i went in and i said listen i was here you know last week they told me i had kidney stones but this pain isn't going away and something's not right so they did a cat scan the tech came back into the room and said well you don't have kidney stones you have tumors all over your body so um three quarters of my liver was a tumor i had a tumor wrapped around my spine it was in my ovaries my pancreas and um in my bones and so the tech is just like who do i call (laughs) when was this this was in 2010 okay this was in 2010 so um, and I said, well, I said I had just been, you know, cause as a cancer patient, once you're done with treatment, you know, your initial treatment and that kind of stuff, you go and get checked every six months, mm-hmm. you go get blood work every six months and that kind of stuff. Um, and so I had just, um, kind of went through, like, I saw one doctor, uh, my radiologist and you're like, you're, you're good. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Um, so then that the next week was I was going to see like my breast surgeon and I was going to go see my oncologist. Um, so, um, you know, so I'm just like, well, uh, call this doc, you know, call my breast surgeon. Um, because my oncologist at the time was, I was in limbo of one because mm-hmm. my oncologist had suffered this major stroke. And so like, I didn't really have an oncologist at the time. Okay. And so he called, so he called and, um, came in, on a Sunday in a street clothes and is like, what the hell is going on? And I'm like, I don't know. You tell me, yeah. you know, were you um, as scared this time or was it I, I, like, I'm- by the look on his face? Like I was really scared this time. Uh, you know what I mean? So then, um, he said, um, by eight o'clock tomorrow morning, my office will call you and get you set up. So it was like seven 45 and I've had like three appointments scheduled already to go get scans and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So everyone got scanned and then I went and met with my new oncologist and he looked at me and said, I give you six months to live. And I'm what? like, what? I'm like, I, I don't, I don't, 
I don't, I don't play that way. I don't think that's going to happen. Like I have a young daughter, like, no, like I'm not going to let this kind of like take me. So, um, so he's just like, you know, so we, you know, figure out what treatment was going to start. So I started on chemo and radiation at the same time. In the meantime, like I went to doctors down in Philadelphia to kind of like get their opinion. Um, and their opinion was more or less kind of like the same treatment protocol Mm -hmm. as, you know, the doctor up here. So I'm going to stay up here, do treatment. Um, so I did probably intense chemo and radiation for about three months. Lost my hair again. Um, Did you, you know, make more money this time? No, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Guys, we're doing this again. No, I just felt one one time yeah, was good yeah. enough. Um, you know, so yeah, so I'm just like, all right, well, tell me what I got to do, and uh-huh. I'm gonna do it. So I just, you know, did the chemo radiation again, and so, you know, with the the metastatic, the stage four, they call it. They, you know, they it's considered terminal cancer, you know, really? because there's not a cure for it. Um, it's not like, you know, there hasn't been any like people that have like been cured from it that I know of or that is that I've heard of um so I'm on I'll be on some kind of treatment for the rest of my life so this is because I haven't heard of this so is it is it is a the cancer you currently have yeah is that a cancer that's well we're not you didn't say curable but it's treatable yeah it's treatable yeah so are you comfortable yeah I'm cool Um, you have to do so, um, so I go every three months and I mean, I get blood work every month and they watch, you know, there's, you know, like these tumor, there's a blood test that can say like, you know, kind of like what your tumor marker range is. And mm-hmm. so if it's in kind of like the normal range, you're cool. You know what I mean? There's active cancer in my body. Okay. Um, and so they just kind of like monitor that. And so right now, well, and, and so I'm trying to, trying to make this, so this is understandable. So I have. You're going to have to try really hard. I know. I know. (laughs) We're not the smartest. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, um, so currently, um, I have, a there's a tumor in my lymph node right outside my liver. Okay. And so that there's active cancer in there. And so I take a daily pill, um, that is right now keeping that at bay is Mm kind of like keeping it stable so Mm -hmm. that's that's the main goal is just to keep it stable um so but from 2010 i want to say probably about probably about like every year like a new spot of cancer has popped up somewhere in my body um you know i didn't know that it's insane yeah so um and it's right now i mean right now it's more or less kind of like in my bones so um, we were on vacation a couple years ago and I was carrying my beach chair and all of a sudden like my arm went numb. And so, you know, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, you know, call the doctor and they x-ray it. And here there was a tumor inside my <clears throat> bone. So they radiated that and it, the radiation more or less kills it. All right. So then it's, it's gone. Um, and then, you know, last year, um, is when the the lymph node outside my liver was acting up and it turned me orange. So my daughter <laughs> called me Donald Trump for a couple of days. <laughs> I had to go in and get like a stent kind of like put in, well, put in know, there. You know, allegedly he peed on a bed in Russia. So I, <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get the he emails for this some, one, baby. You might have some ties to fever. <laughs> According to BuzzFeed. Uh, Donald, were you ever a cheerleader in <laughs> yeah. high school? Where did you get your inspiration, Donald? I read this article in 1990. <laughs> So, so yeah, so I mean, I, like I said, I'll live with this for the rest of my life. But it's I manageable. Mean, it's manageable. Yeah. Yeah. Like for some, like, is, is there a term for this type of. So, cancer? uh, yeah. Metastatic, metastatic okay, so breast cancer, metastatic disease. It means it's, it's traveled static to. Static means like it's, it's controlled. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's traveled. So my original cancer was in my breast. That breast cancer is now, has now spread to How different it- organs. This is maybe a dumb question, but if you if you took that cancer out, then how did it spread? Did they not get it all out? I, uh, no, they they had clean margins, so they they felt they got it all out. However, you know we have cancer cells all over our body, okay. all over our body. I mean, you know, you have cancer in your body right now. It's just ha- something George happens. Too. George does too. George has cancer <laughs> in his body. Too. Oh, jeez, that's what's well, that's one. <laughs> and way it to just be. something happens that you know kind of like 
I don't know. It triggers it? Ignites it. it, it or guess something? it makes it angry yeah. and just, gr- you know, grows. Uh-huh. And so something, and, you know, and, you know, if you, you know, whoever you talk to, some people like have theories that it's like, you know, you had trauma when you were young or, you know, something like, you know, like There's something like that. Yeah, since, since nobody really knows, right. it, it could be anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I, like I said, like I live my life like a normal person. I, you know, I go to the doctor and get checked on on a regular basis, you know, and just and I, do what I do. I, I want to say this in the way that it's not. When your position, yeah, you are are probably better equipped to help other people, right? Since you've you have gone through it and are currently going through right. it. it is that true? Like, do you feel like it's it, so true? You can connect more yeah. with, and it's so true. And so you're not that doctor who's like, uh, get right. you know, you, you yeah. understand. Yeah. And so how I got originally to the cancer support community, like I went to a support group by one of our local hospitals because I was like, I, I need to talk to someone. Like yeah, I had I, my family was amazing. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they were there, but, but they like, can only do so much. But they can only do so much. And this is what the you know the benefits are having an organization like the cancer support community here in our community because, you know, you you can find someone going through the exact same thing as you, and mm-hmm. you you know it you know you don't have to have someone like trying to like think about what they need to say if it's right right or wrong like you know you're going Mm -hmm. through the same thing so my when I was originally diagnosed back 28 you know whatever like my daughter was four at the time Mm -hmm. you know and so I'm gonna lose my hair you know that kind of stuff I'm just like how do I talk to this kid about cancer you know because you didn't hear it it wasn't that common like it is now you know what I mean like now you have like babies getting cancer you know what I mean so um so I went to the support group at the hospital was not for me because it was just, again, like a lot of older women and all they were doing was like bitching about like how their lives were terrible. Like they were, they would probably be the ones making mm, the hate comments yeah. right now because they just yeah. hated life. And, and in their defense, you know, I, I think it's in that position, you know, it's, it's probably really easy to feel that way. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And so I hear I am 28 and I'm just yeah. like, I am not going down that path, right, right. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, so I left that support group and I'm just like, I'll never go to another support <laughs> group again. Um, but I did because I found the cancer support community. I found one of our, one of the program calendars in the office of my oncologist, you know, office. And I'm just kind of like looking through it. It was like, oh my God, such all this amazing stuff. And what stuck out to me was a kid's support group. And I'm Mm -hmm. just kind of like, wow, this is different. So I called and I said, this is my story. You know, what is this kid's support? I'm going to come in and be your CEO. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) In a couple of years. Um, So my daughter and I attended this program, you know, it was family. So it was, you know, moms and dads going to this program together you know we did a shared meal and then we had you know like a group discussion and then the kids broke off and went with the kids and talked about kids stuff and then the parents broke off and talked about parenting stuff you know like you know is your kid acting up in school what are you doing that and then the kids you know learned about okay you know mom's gonna be sick you know how how can we help mom or you know what can we do um you know and my daughter is she's she's introverted I mean she's always been a quiet quiet kid like to herself and you know that kind of stuff and so every day every week after we'd leave this program I said you know how was it you know are you are you getting anything out of it you know try to talk to her about it and she would just kind of like sit there and smile and say it was good and I'm like all right (laughs) so after like the fourth class after the fourth week you know she finally looked at me and said I think mom, we're going to be okay. Like, you know, and she Mm -hmm. started to like open up about things, like ask me about cancer, like, you know, ask certain questions and, you know, wanted to be involved. And I'm just kind of like, Oh, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Whatever you were doing working. Yeah. So, you know, we did that program and then I myself went to different programs. I'm like, well, if I'm getting a good feel about this one, let me try the other ones. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I became involved myself, you know, and then I attended programs for a while and then I felt like I got enough to kind of like get me through, you know? So then I just became more or less kind of like an advocate. I, you know, kind of like, you know, became a donor to give back, Um, you know, and then when my cancer came back in 2010, 
you know, I, the, they were one of the first people that I called, right. you know what I mean? Like I, I need, I need this again. Um, so, you know, again, so then I stayed involved until like I filled my cup, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, again, like became a donor. And then, um, a little over two years ago, um, I was, I was at, uh, community services for children and my boss, um, had come to an event that I was being honored at. I was being honored at this breast cancer luncheon. Um, and she's just like, you totally inspired me. I want to get involved in some cancer organization. So my boss at the time then became a board member for the cancer support community. Um, and then, you know, fast forward, um, a little time she came into my office. She just had lost her husband to cancer. So, you know what I mean? She was like, give back. And then the current executive director, um, had resigned. And so my, my boss said to me, Amanda, you need to apply for this job. Like you're ready. Yeah, it just seems like you're that, ready that to move on. Like, your job this is you your passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, all right. So I walked into the interview and I said, I'm on all your marketing materials. You <laughs> yeah. have to hire yeah, me. Yeah. And here I am two yeah. years. Yeah. I mean, beyond two all years the, later, all the support stuff. Yeah. Okay, so, we, and, and we're going to have um, links in the podcast notes. So you can check it all out. But yeah, with all the support stuff, you also do some really fun events. I've been to yeah. a couple. Yeah. Um, can we kind of talk can about we pitch some, of some of those? Yeah. 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 So, so we don't receive any government funding or anything like that. So all the money that we raise, you know, one stays here in the Lehigh Valley, which I think is awesome. We are, we raise money. So then our programs and services are at no cost to anyone that comes in that needs them. So, you know, you go to the hospital and you can walk out of there with like, you know, a couple thousand dollar bill. I remember one year I had just finished up some radiation treatment and it was three days before Christmas and I got a bill for $76,000. Oh and I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, then I, I eventually called and, you know, the doctor coded it wrong. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have oh, to, no. I didn't have to pay oh, that, but could yeah. you, could you imagine? So it's amazing yeah. that, you know, we have such a giving community that we can fund an organization like this to be able to yeah. allow these programs to be at no cost for people going through such a sucky situation. Right. Um, so, yeah, so when I came in and, you know, the organization hasn't always been like the most stable, you know what I mean? There's been a lot of executive directors, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff, not the right fit for the organization, um, you know. And so when I came in, I kind of like looked over things and I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't feel that I'm that old. I'm, I'm 41. And so I, you know, I wanted to make things fun because I've been to a lot of events, you know what I mean? So I'm just kind of like, let's take a look at our events. Cause before I came in there, they were probably like, oh my gosh, like so many events. And I'm just like, this is like way too much. Or like bingos. Crazy stuff. Right. That really didn't align with the mission. And I'm always, I'm all about the mission. Like I feel like, you know, we need to, um, make sure that the events that we do tie in with our mission and that we're promoting like a healthy lifestyle. So you won't, you know, ha- you won't get a hot dog at our event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. You won't or processed food or sugary soda. Um, but, um, so, uh, so what we do is we have one event we call our celebration of hope where we honor someone in the community that has done good for, cancer patients or anything cancer related um we uh they when i came in they were doing like a motorcycle run and all this kind of stuff and i'm just kind of like yeah i I don't really see the correlation between that and i got wind of um this fun event called a dragon boat festival and so and as i learned about it more looked into it more it was a lot of people do it because uh, breast cancer survivors actually do it. Um, when you get, um, a mastectomy, which is where then they remove your, your whole breast, um, you know, you're really stiff and sore. And so you're supposed to do physical therapy to, um, you know, bring back that range of motion. There was a doctor up in Canada that said, don't do physical therapy, go dragon boat, go dragon boat. So these women started dragon boating and they had so much fun. Um, you know, so you, there's 20 people in a, in a boat and you have boat races. So you're rowing, oh, that's cool. you're using these muscles. I, I did it. I, I, yeah, I was on the lake last year. Yeah. Yeah. I did not win. Unfortunately, no. I got 
That's not a complete shock to me. <laughs> I, I go in to win. We tried. There was you, one you, key you there. You see more of an anchor. Than well, the, the team was, that won, they were stacked. They didn't follow the rules. They did. They, they were all men, and we were trying to be inclusive. So we had yeah. men, women, children. Yeah. If in you our read boat. the rules, you need to have a minimum of eight women in the boat. In the boat. I would have I disqualified them. Kick them out. Well, they were our top sponsors, so we kind of <laughs> had to let them go. <laughs> no, it's, it's a ton of fun because you're like, I've never... You've been in a like a rowboat or whatever. I've never. I, well, technically. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Go on. <It'd> be okay. <laughs> but we'll save that for another rainy day. You're in a you're in a boat with like how many people? Like thirty. There's twenty three. Wow. Yeah. And there's so a drummer. Like, so, there's, yeah, a there's a drummer. A drummer. Then, yeah. yeah. Like playing so the drums. So someone that. So sits backwards and they sit there and they like and they like row this row jump. row because oh, you want to get like in sync. Because if somebody if one side starts going yeah. off timing, yeah. you're just going to be going around in a circle. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I see. If the Levi was if the Levi with love would have a would have a dragon boat, <laughs> they and would we would get in a circle. Twenty three of our closest family and friends. I would we'd imagine. Road. <laughs> I would imagine you'd have to pull a like a pickup truck in to get us out. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they've uh, capsized. Some, yeah. Leah Valley with Love boat is on fire. Yeah, we'd be the next like Leah Valley Live article. <laughs> Up at the Dragon no, so Boat Race. Fun. So yeah. they can um, to find all the the events. Yeah, you know, just go to go your our website, website cancersupportglv.org. Um, and then our last event is our one of our signature events, and we do a live butterfly release. I was also in that. September, um, where you know people. Um, can purchase live and paper butterflies to honor or remember mm-hmm. someone that they have lost or you oh, know that cool. is currently in the battle and yeah where is that taking place is it still that's at- up at cedar crest okay. college yeah and yeah. where the um is it the the first event you mentioned that's at factory llc yeah that's a factory this year we, yeah i gotta get into that space yeah, it's we'll fun. talk about that in another yeah moment. it's yeah, fun that, that it's looks a like fun a place. before before we get on out of here so if somebody's listening right now if anybody's listening are you listening is anybody out there listening <laughs> hopefully um what would they're you? They're all go- they're all googling the <laughs> yeah, Peberg yeah, story yeah. right now. Now that you've returned from your Google <laughs> session, and I hope you've learned everything you need to know about peeing in high school. <laughs> but uh, so th- there's people. A lot of people out there are you know going through this yeah, stuff, whether it's yeah. directly like them or a family member. Or, yeah. Uh, number one is they can go to you, right? Yeah. They can go to your place for for like some emotional support, right? Yep, yeah. But more of a direct. Like, what what do you, what message do you have? coming from you right now to somebody that might be battling or dealing with somebody that's battling or just trying to help, you know, help somebody with yeah. cancer. Um, well, what, what's been the biggest yeah. benefit like, or like, uh, you know, thing that you've found to, to help yourself that you could share? Yeah. I, I would think like my number one thing is just like, don't, you know, kind of like, don't distance yourself from that person. Like, you know, even if you don't know what to say, you know, just go and like, you know, you know, hang out with them, watch TV with them and just be honest, be like, listen, like, I don't know what to say to you. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't want to say the wrong thing or, you know, whatever. I don't know what to say. So I'm just going to like be here to listen. Um, you know, I'll hang out with you, but just don't not talk to someone because they are going through something. Yeah, I think that's really important. It's really important because yeah. I felt that way before. So to yeah. know that, you know, it's because you can just say, "Hey, I don't know what to say, but I'm here." I, I think is I remember when I, I I dated this girl. She was in high school. She had colon cancer. Yeah, and her, 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 she's since passed away. Mm-hmm. And she was a great girl. And uh, she, when she we were dating, and she would go to these doctor's appointments and they would come home and she would be devastated Yeah, because they would tell her the worst things yeah. and they it's like what are they supposed to tell them, right and I remember like going to her house and she'd be upstairs and her they, her parents would be like you maybe try to go talk to her and then I remember there's been times like walking up the steps just like I was seven, 17 or 18 be like what <laughs> do you little. say really I was You're a little, little boy <laughs> I'm still a little boy in many ways but um, I remember th- thinking like what do I say to somebody yeah to make because you and then but you forget that like it's not they've heard everything you if you're in that world yeah nothing that somebody else says is going to make you feel better right you're not going to like crack the code and i think a lot of pressure 
we put around people with cancer, you yeah. put all this pressure on yourself to make them feel better and to right. you know make them happy. It's like yeah. just make them feel normal, right? Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. Because you're not yeah. gonna you're not no. gonna alleviate yeah, the. So you, if yeah. nobody's done it before, it's yeah. like you're not gonna miraculously. Yeah. Be that no. Awesome, no. And I mean, and I I mean, I can only speak for myself. And I mean, I, I'm not looking for you to make me feel better. Right. Like, I need to make myself uh-huh. feel better. Um, and so I just want you to be the person that I've always yeah. known you to be. Yeah. Just don't be yeah. weird to me. Yeah. 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 Well, that's good. And I want yeah, make sure that you go to check out all the events that you can. And there's more. I mean, and, and if, if there's events, but then there's also... Uh, like weekly events, like stuff that you can do on a daily Yeah, so basis. we, I mean, we offer over 50 programs yeah. a month for cancer patients and their family members and that kind of stuff. So all that stuff um, is on our website. website as well, our program calendar. Speaking and of websites, George, I've, yeah. I've just been looking at one. So we're going to end this. Um, what a weird ending. <laughs> we're going to end this. George is, hey, in I case Google, you're wondering, George has been looking a at a website. I, I, oh, oh, you found it. Oh, okay, wait, good. wait, wait. Can I just pull one more plug in? So oh, yeah, absolutely. right now uh, we have two more events coming up. Or actually right now Boutique at the Rink oh, is yeah. coming up. I, so Boutique at the Rink. So if you have. Um, it's insane. It's, they it's turn, the entire, they the turn entire ice rink. In Bethlehem Ice Rink into oh, cool. a department store. And the money that they then raise from this one week sale um and last year you they skate no 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 no, no oh. it's like it's like a <laughs> that would make it weirder no i want to say there's no ice on it so people right now can donate <laughs> clothes household goods and okay, that kind of cool. stuff they donate them so it's actually really neat it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. There's so many weird I think it would things. be more interesting if there was ice, but that's just... That's probably, just maybe if next the whole surface was ice and you had to skate around from I was store there. to store. <laughs> My daughter was really into Elmo last year. Oh, yeah. I remember so that. So yeah. I bought... There were like two Elmo chairs. Like I bought basically all the Elmo things at yeah. a boutique at the rink and it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. And you guys have I a think golf you, tournament too, right? We have a golf tournament on um, May 20th. There Ooh. still have some spots, so... If you're go- golfers out there, yeah, come I'm, have a good time. I, and again, I'm going to link to absolutely all this stuff. Yeah. So if you if you're interested, just go into the notes um, in the podcast, and you can find out more about it. Yeah. More importantly, this is the headline from August 27th, 1994. <laughs> Peberg. <laughs> I don't even believe it. <laughs> Peberg probes cheerleader hazing complaint focuses on incidents. So uh, vague, vague. Well, it says probes. It just seems like a weird. Well, one. hazing. It's hazing. Why would they do? Make somebody eat something weird? Here well, we go. Why don't you dig in and find out? Two Phillipsburg cheerleaders who spoke to the morning call on the condition of anonymity <laughs> said the hazing took place in the Kutztown dormitory on the last day of a four-day clinic. Um, four-day bender. <laughs> the three cheerleaders have been removed. The urination was preceded by other forms of hazing, such as spraying shaving cream on the girls' faces and putting peanut butter in their mouths. Um, well, they really went... They took a turn there. It's like they nice can play. all be Wait, This is great. The targets... Are, this is, I'm not trying to... Don't haze. It's not funny. No, it's not funny. These no. People, like, I'm not, they got but removed, if you are going to haze... They got removed from this the is like, cheerleading this spot. This is like so. 30 don't years haze. ago. So the girls who... The girls who urinated on the initiates were a senior and a junior. That this is the best part. The targets of the hazing were not warned in advance of what form it would take. Yeah, they wow. blindfolded them. It's like, hey, some of you are gonna have to eat peanut butter, oh. and then others <laughs> will get peed on. Which would you like? Yeah, roll the dice. They said there was a rumor. Ghost eyeliners. There was a rumor that a girl took pictures of the incident, but I do not know. Back that. then. Oh, oh man, that's like a, funny. She yeah. had a CVS camera. Yeah, she was like, wait, let me get it. <laughs> she like rolled up a, a disposable camera. Uh, I had to get stop. it developed. I, yeah. I, I, uh-huh. We're going down a bad road. Right. But it was on David Letterman. Yeah. Like one of his like funny. top 10 things. I'm going to blame like you I don't if we get in trouble for this because I never would, I never <laughs> in a million years would have How can we get in trouble? I'm surprised no, you have. Oh, I forgot. I You're not from this area, so. Yes. I'm gonna. I'm, okay, we're gonna need to end this podcast. I can read this whole article. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you, Amanda, for Thanks coming for on. Thanks for having this me. Is, this was really this was awesome. It's yeah, really. Well, cool awesome. And, like, I think you guys should have a podcast at the boutique at the rink. Okay, we, we, we'll do it. I, I'm, I'm gonna like, go. The people of the boutique. Yeah. they're <laughs> insane. They line up like seven o'clock. Like. 
so the first night they call it premiere night and you got to pay ten dollars to get in because you get like the first pick oh yeah people are lined up at 7 a.m when you, it doesn't open until like 4 p.m like what? it's insane a, and then at the end don't you have like bag day yeah so then fill s- a bag saturday the last day is bag day so that you get you either get like um like a you know a brown paper bag for ten dollars or a garbage bag for 30 and just, you just fill it Whatever okay. you can fit in there. George will so, be there. Boutique uh, at the ring. There's fun stuff Check there. it out. Yeah. You can find like, there, there were like a bunch of eagles. Um, oh, yeah. Like old stuff from the 80s. Yeah. Like it's just neat stuff. A lot of vintage. So. This one lady comes in and buys like five like fur mink coats. Oh, really? Like, yeah. She's like, I need these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> five. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks Please for visit having us. me. Cancer support. GLV. Cancer support. GLV.org. Yeah. And... Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. See ya.